0: Welcome back to the Real Quick with Mike Swick podcast. Today we have Diego Sanchez on the show, Tough One alum, uh, Tough One champion, actually. Uh, so he was one of the one of the housemates of mine from Ultimate Fighter season one. Um, we've seen each other multiple times over the years. We fought I think three or four of the same opponents. This guy's had so many fights. Uh, he's fought legends of the sport, he's a hall of famer. Um, he's done everything there is to do and it's gonna be great to catch up with him. So let's do that. All right, Diego, welcome to the show, buddy. What's what up? up? How's everything been? long time.
1: Yeah, it's been a while, huh? A
0: long time, brother. It's been
1: a, while since, um, been a while since since you've been out of the UFC. I remember we used to cross paths a lot, you know, all those years fighting together. Should we I'm sure it? we fought on a couple
0: cards together. And we fought the same opponents before. <laughs> we fought like three opponents that we fought. We fought yeah. in Ultimate Fighter Season 1 we cross paths but for some reason even though i made my mind up that i was going to be the last man standing from tough 1 you just won't let that happen and you've already won but you just <laughs> you just won't stop dude now you're fighting again yeah well
1: well look here we go i got four more left you know i'm i've signed my last contract with the ufc i'm i'm going to ride these last four fights out and and i'm done so I could see at the end of the tunnel, yeah. I could see that light, you know, but I'm not afraid of it anymore. Before, for like for so many years, I used to be like, no, um, <clears throat> I'm not even going to think about that. Yeah. I got to think about retirement, you know? And, yeah. and I remember when I was 27, I was like, all right, when I'm 37 years old, I'm going to look at everything and I'm going to see where my health is at. I'm going to see where my money's at. And, um, if it's time to, you know, maybe I'll take a couple more fights and, and then I hit 37 and I'm like, man, I feel better at 37 than I did at 27. So I guess I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to stick with it, you know? And now it's to the point where it's like, all right, you know, be grateful for what you got and get these last four with your health, with your mental health. With right. your speech, with the with the ability to do other things outside of fighting.
0: Absolutely, but I it
2: totally hear vomit. you,
1: man.
0: Because you gotta think about that second that second path, you know, obviously from fighting. And man, you're I, I didn't realize you were thirty-eight. Like you're I'm forty one now. So I didn't realize you were uh like three years younger than me. I mean you've had so many fights and stuff like that. And going back to your contract, I mean, I don't want you to stop and I think you can continue and you're doing great. But you don't have to fight those fights. It seems like you're you're using your contract as like your your end point, which is honorable. Obviously, you want to uh, serve out your contract. But man, you're just going to keep going. I don't. How many fights is that going to be? Like how many how many UFC A, fights A, will A, that be? Trust
1: me, this could be my last fight. This this fight coming up. With, I, I will be fighting September 26th. Jake Matthews, right location to be announced so i don't know if it's going to be fight island i don't know if it's going to be vegas i think it's, it's apex kind of just, they just have me they have me in the in the in the. i'm, I'm on deck I'll, it's my time to get on them wrestling mats and and go to work but i don't know where it's going to be yeah but i'm just grateful to have an opportunity through the crisis you know coronavirus yes. and everything that's going on all around the world i have an opportunity so I'm just grateful to have any opportunity right now because opportunity is not just jumping around like it used to. You know, you get an opportunity to make some good money, help your family, establish your future. You gotta jump on it, man. Yeah. And they they sent me this contract six weeks, uh, six weeks to get your get your ass in shape, Diego, and get your ass to UFC and fight. I'm like, all
0: right, we doing this. Yeah. That's that's awesome. Man. I think it's going to be at the apex, and it's UFC two five three. Um, also in, on your card is Stylebender versus Costa. I just want to ask your opinion on that fight particularly. I'm not going to break down the card or anything, but what is your, what, are, what are your thoughts on that fight? I mean, dude, Costa is a big mean dude, um, but Stylebender or Stylebender, you, yeah, sorry, the, it's these, Stylebender. These two so it's. Dudes are, you know, I don't know. Uh, I'm excited to watch. I'm a
1: fan of Stylebenders. Yeah. You um, know, I'm a fan of, of of Costa too. You know he's a beast. Anybody that could, could fight with Joel Romero the way he did, yeah, you got respect and cred on, freak, on, on, on on Diego Sanchez's part. So you know. But um as far as that fight goes, you know, it it's a toss up in my opinion. You know, like I see it a fifty fifty, you know. Yeah. Whoever wins that fight, you know, I think style bender's gonna have to really dig deep a lot deep a lot a lot, dig a lot deeper than he did with the Romero fight
0: anyway right yeah it's a crazy fight man uh speaking of that quarantine and your training now getting ready for this I think this fight's gonna be at the apex in Vegas but um how does that affect you man like I, I keep hearing news I'm in Thailand obviously but uh I keep hearing news from America man it's crazy there's like 5.8 million cases a crazy amount of people that's you know, every time I, I see a fight card, be it UFC, Bellator, whatever, there's always fighters dropping off from COVID and all this. Like, how is it training? Like, are you having to train with less people and 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 more careful? Or is it like, like, what? It- Dude,
1: you know, for me, for me, not much has changed. You know, really? not
0: much has changed
1: for me. Um, the way I had transitioned my training and uh, my my thought process to how I was going to do it for the last year and a half, two years. Um, you know, I've been doing things different. I've been training different. I've been training smarter. I've been training healthier, you know, and and I haven't been doing classes. All of my training for the last past year and a half has all been private training and yeah. private sessions. Right. So, you know, not much has changed for me. You know, I have a, a I have a good contact list of, uh, viable fighters that would love to to learn, to help, and to be a piece of 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 the 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 final chapter of the legacy that is me. So um, we we get to, we get together, do I was already doing private private gyms, private training, early in the morning. No fan groupies around, yeah. you know. Videoing all, all every single training session, you know. I I video, I I, I wa- watch the training session after, you know. And so it's you know we're doing the visual training in different ways, but um, yeah, no, I, you know. At this point in my career, I've trained so much. I've done all the, I've done millions of classes. I've I've I've, I've done a lot of drilling, and at this point, you know, it it's just uh, the samurai blade is there. We just gotta pull the blade out. I pull, unsheath, and you know, get that thing, get that thing ready, you know, and and repeat. It's, I've been there, done that. I'm I'm ready for Jake Matthews. He's he's a uh, he's a good fighter, you know, and and he's an athletic specimen, and he's 26 years old. Yeah, uh, the same age as my last opponent, uh, Michel Pierra, and uh, you know. I look at it like this, you know, the last dude I fought, bro, is the most athletic, backflipping, crazy, dude, phenomenal athletic specimen,
0: yeah. all right?
1: Jake's not that. And, you know, it, you know that, I'm just being real, you know, I'm yeah, just yeah. being honest. Like, you know, one dude can do backflips on, on on his pinky toe,
2: you right, know, right.
1: like on his pinky toe. <laughs> and, you know, so yeah. I've got Jake Matthews. I understand this dude's a, a mixed martial arts fighter, and and his 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 strategic game plan to to execute something to take out the legend, and and you know, just try to you know, recycle the the energy in, into him. But it's not going to happen, man. I, um, it's all here now.
0: Without without being specific, obviously, for strategic reasons, um, is there a game plan or or a way you see the fight? Uh, at least ending, like, or is it gonna be just classic Diego? Go out there and just pressure, 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 and and just put everything you have on it and get fight of the, ni- <laughs> get fight of the knife like the tenth time. Yeah, you
1: know what, um, I I don't think so. You know, I think it's it, it's going. You know, I, I'm at the end. I'm at the latter stages of my my career. So, you know, I'm I'm not. I don't feel pressured to go in there and and. On this great performance that I've always been putting on for the fans. There there ain't going to be no fans there. You know, it's just me and him. It's going to be quiet. And, like, that's back to the ultimate fighter way, You know? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. That's rooted in us, You you know? And and I'm just going to go out there, man. I I know that this guy hasn't put more time in wrestling than me. And, And I understand that, you know everybody wants to be a striker nowadays but at the end of the day you when they lock the door in the cage it's 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 a true mixed martial arts fight yeah. there is grabbing there is moving there is there is groundwork there is stand work there is distance work you know and so I just feel like um, I have I have an edge and a higher fight IQ and um, I, I you know if you go on YouTube you can watch uh, Jake Matthews his best setup and his best move is on YouTube like wow. broken down.
0: <laughs> YouTube is the best college ever. I learn more from YouTube than I have any other school in the world, honestly. It's amazing. Let me ask you um so I I, I was going to ask you like your your uh his I guess strengths in this fight against you. Um what what do you think his his thing is? I mean, do you think that he's putting you as the more experienced guy and 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 he's going to be leery of that or like, where do you, where do you think he's putting your weaknesses at? I mean, you fought so many people Um, and done so well against so many people. It's like, I I
1: don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know where he's seeing the weaknesses. Um, I've, I've had guys make the mistake and say like, you know, Look at the Michael Chiesa fight and be like, oh, you know, Diego's too small for welterweight. He, you know, he's he's too small for a welterweight. And you know, you put the right grappling game plan on him and, and 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 ride him and stall him and and drain him out. You you got a chance to you know to take him out. But um, and then there's the other approach. You know, Diego's old and um, you know his chin's been tested. And and you know, let's go out there and let's try to knock him out. You know, yeah. like we're gonna go out there, we're gonna knock this this old guy out. You know, yeah, like yeah. he has too much, too many miles on him. We gotta go and knock him out. So I think, um, and then there's the third, which is let's win on points. Yeah. And so I, I, I this is what I see Jake Matthews thinking and trying to do. Um, try to be a jackrabbit, an in and out style, um, leg kicks, jabs, and takedowns. And try to win on points, but you know he, he can do whatever the hell he wants to do. He could think whatever the hell he wants to think I'm coming in there and Dude, no, 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 no fans Just straight up. I'm going in there to do what I do Like I've been fighting since the trailer park, you know, like, I know bro. since I was like <laughs> 11 years old That's seven so years long. old, you know, so I'm gonna go in there. I'm, I'm gonna do what I do I'll take my experience take my experience my wisdom, the lessons that I've I've learned and am learning to increase my fight IQ to have a better understanding for this, right. because you know I I wasn't never really truly learning anything at Jackson Link. Yeah. I was just training with a bunch of group of guys to where it was like a wrestling practice, like a wrestling room. Let's get our our wrestling. Let's get our drilling in. Let's get. And so now I'm, I have a better understanding now, especially for, for the mixing of the striking and the ground. And so fighting in the transitions and going past martial arts to understanding human movement. This is, you know, this right. is everything, you know, you right. can have a better understanding for your breathing, for your moving and put it together and, and be the paintbrush out there on the canvas called the ufc octagon right gracefully you know that's what i'm that's what I'm, I'm trying to put my last my last touches of magic out there on the ufc finish out these four last fights but if this is my last fight this is my last fight i don't know if if ufc is gonna last what's gonna happen with the coronavirus and yeah right. and this current current state that the world is in right now like you know like it's you got to be realistic about it and i am being realistic about it and that's why i'm like this may be my last fight because i don't have any plans of uh, of getting a vaccine you know like me and joshua we're we're planning our retirement (laughs) on a mountain you know on the other side of of (laughs) the city in in the safe place you know like so We'll see what happens, you know. Um, I hope I I, man, I, I, I will never lose hope for humanity, and um, so I just hope that we can put it all together, you know, that we can get this shit under control, that um, what needs to be revealed is revealed. Yeah,
0: let me ask you real fast what um, when speaking of training, like we were notorious for training very hard at AKA, and like that turned out to be um you know it made us tough but we we made a lot of uh you know it, it wasn't good on the body i'll say you know we, we we had to we had to slowly taper off over the years train smarter not train as hard but we were one of those hardcore like rock'em sock'em robot type gyms when you started out obviously I, I feel in my opinion i haven't asked you yet but i feel in my opinion you train smart now versus like getting in there and just beating the shit out of each other absolutely right absolutely. Did, did you start out that way did, did yes, you start yeah, out no, training no, crazy man, hard those
1: crazy days dude i look back on those days man i'm like it just was it wasn't it i guess it was a part of the a part of the process and i guess it was needed to go through those go through those rounds and and feel feel those shots give those shots and (laughs) and and just for the understanding of what we're doing yeah but um yeah you you evolve and you grow and you get smarter you get wiser you know you 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 train more efficiently yeah have a a better understanding you know for what you're what you're working with you know like especially when you're in your late 30s like it, it, it ain't easy. You better be getting some some stem cells. You better be getting some PRP. You better be you know having some acupuncture at least. You yeah. know like you gotta have some type of formula to self heal the body. Right. Or else you know it's gonna you you, you you people people just lose control man. They let it go. You know you let it let it go. One month, two month, three month. You know You gotta. And for me, that's, man, it's been a, a full-time job just taking care of myself. That's why I was able to be the last man standing because remember, you, even when I started, I was doing the yoga, but I yeah, took yeah, the I yoga that. and the self-healing as far as I could down the cellular matter of my soul called the rabbit hole, you yeah. know? So,
0: And you mentioned, you mentioned people thought you were small at Welterweight or whatever, but I, I wrestled you at 155 when you were at 155 on the show. And you were strong, man. You were, like, really strong and, and obviously very good on the ground. How do you feel at welterweight? Like, I mean, you, you feel fine, right? I mean, you feel perfectly fine. Perfectly I feel
1: fine at welterweight. I, actually, I, I feel best at welterweight. I, I feel that way. Yeah. out of all the weight classes I've fought. I feel best at welterweight. And my average walk-around weight in the transition from 155 to 170, it took some time, you know. It took some time to to, to feel back into this this body of a, a welterweight yeah of course and so yeah no i uh because like at first i was only walking around at 178 fight or 176 fight week fight week you know one 176 fight week 186 out of camp i'd be around 186 this camp i i i um gained some weight 190 191 192 you know, and then and, and peel the weight off a little bit. You know, it's going to be, I'm going to have a little more size, a little more bone density, yeah. just a little more man strength in this man. So <laughs> you get I'm that old man strength. Man. I'm excited. I, I'm not going to be so tiny anymore, man, because these yeah. dudes were giants I've been fighting the last three guys, man. Yeah. Five Five inches taller. Five inches reach, like it's it's some real shit to deal with when you're fighting giants, man. It's, yeah, it's some real disadvantages. Not to mention these guys are are thirteen years my my, you know, they're younger.
0: Yeah, even I mean, even if you do have an upper hand at certain aspects, like I fought Ben Saunders one time, and he's tall and 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 long. And it was, it's frustrating, man, when you got guys with that much reach, you know what I mean? To try to get inside and like try to like, he's, he's a kicking machine too, so he's like kicking me with his, his legs and it's just like, it is tough, man. It's tough trying to get inside and, and you have to, to score. You do. You do. You mentioned uh, so you're going to possibly fight out your contract, and this could be the last fight. So you're kind of like just uh, seeing how it goes. What does that get you excited? I mean, you you fought everyone, dude. You fought a who's who. You've had some of the greatest fights. You're a hall of famer. Like I mean, tough one. You've done everything. What 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 is it that keeps you excited and and keeps going or keeps you going in the in the fight game before you transition to your next thing? Yeah.
1: No. You know, it's just the complexity of the whole. The whole journey, the whole mission, right? the whole destiny, um, what I perceived it to be, what it really is, what it is going to be, what it's been, you know, and just having a real true understanding, you know, like, it's okay, it's okay, Diego, fighting's gonna be over, you're still gonna be a cool dude, you're still gonna be a great dad, like, like you gotta be cool with that, you know, because... You got to understand for 18 years, almost 20 years, this is all I've been doing. I mean, I didn't take a year. I I, I didn't take a year off. I I, I went every single year going hard training camps. So when coronavirus hit, bro, dude, I swear to you, Mike, this was the first time in my life I had had a break. break.
0: Yeah.
1: And like, I mean, I was like, no school, no school for my daughter. I was like, no training. You stay home. I was like, cool. I was like, cool. I got me some edibles. I got me some rest, some yeah. relaxation. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like now I'm 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 charged up. I'm like, all right. I'm, I got these I got these four fights. That why do it? Why stay motivated? Why even do it? Because um, it's just how do you finish, man? Yeah. You know what I mean? You know I I wanna I wanna show the world like, hey, you know I was I, I showed endurance. Now I want to show excellence in in the finish. I want to show people how to finish this shit right. You know, fight for the right reasons, do the right things, use the positivity, and um, you know, and help spread awareness. You know, because it's something that everybody needs. You know, once you start to become self-aware, you know, you can get a better grasp on how to control yourself and your mind, your emotions. Your, your, Also your body, you know, and, and how you feel, you know, how when you start to learn how to control your blood pressure, you know, like really truly learn how to control the body, like outside of what people think, you know, like, or what you've been told, what yeah. you've been told, what the book has told you. You yeah. know, like I'm going outside of that shit. Like when I'm done with this fighting stuff, I'm going to be wise, man. And, and take this, these last little paydays and, and invest it right properly, you know, do the right things and, and, um, transfer and, and change with the world because the world is changing. And you know, we are, that's why we're having this talk right now is because it's a digital digital world now. Yep. And if you ain't, if you ain't changing with the world, you're going to be left behind. And so, you know, um, I'm getting ready preparing myself and uh, and i'm gonna fight these last four fights and i'm, I'm, I'm gonna give it hell and uh, we'll see what happens with um the ufc and and um i'm just i'm just excited to yeah. get the opportunity because yeah. i know a lot of the people all around the world don't have opportunity right now and I look at djs look at the man you were you a world famous dj T- you know like where are you gonna go where are you gonna go play what are you going to do? Oh, just the online shit? Oh, well, just already got your album. Like, I don't really need to listen to the live. Like like So things are changing, yeah. and um, I'm changing with them. I got these last four fights in the UFC, and I'm done.
0: Hey, what's up, everybody? I want to take a second to thank our sponsor, a.k.a. Thailand, the world's premier luxury training resort here in Phuket, Thailand. We are, as of the time of this podcast the The live airing of this podcast, well, not live, but the the posting of this podcast, still offering a thirty percent reopen special as of right now. Uh, it looks like the flights are going to open on October first to come to Phuket uh, with a little bit of a quarantine, um, but you are allowed to come at that time. And then I think by November it should be completely open. That's the goal. But in the meantime, for you guys planning on coming. I'm going to give you a discount of 30% on all group training, no expiration. You can use it anytime you want in the future. So even if you don't come exactly when the quarantine's over and you want to come in a year from now, no problem. You can go to akthailand.com uh, or email us at info at if you have any questions. 30%, the website's already set up. You can go on there and book right now, get 30% discount. Um, that saves you a third. So that'll help with your flight and with your other expenses coming to Thailand um, to train it. I'll say it in a biased way but one of the best gyms in the world the best gym in the world um and the highest rated destination gym in the world uh, if you don't know what i'm talking about you don't know about AK thailand you haven't seen the gym before here's a commercial
1: what's up everybody i am here in thailand this is the first time i've ever been here been dying to come here for years Mike Swick, he's one of the big reasons he's been trying to pull me down here. What he built down here, AKA Thailand, is incredible. There's people here from all over the world. You can train mixed martial arts here, Jiu Jitsu. They have weightlifting, they have cardio, and obviously they have Muay Thai, boxing, everything. telling you guys, I know everybody wants to go to Thailand because Thailand's so cool, but you can't come to Thailand without coming to AKA Thailand. Come on.
0: I have a two-part question, and this is not negative in any way. I support uh, you, and I think it's absolutely crazy, some of the things I heard. But in in the situation with Joshua, in the situation with the knee, um how do you handle the negative criticism now since you've been in this for so long? And, and does it bother you more that it's so ridiculous that you are a legend of the sport, a hall of famer and someone who's literally fought everyone and got fight of the night so many times that there's anybody out there that would question these things like the knee and stuff like that like so so how do you handle it and then is it was it extra painful just for the fact that like people forget so easy who you are like for me it's like how do you fucking question you you know what i mean like you there's there's very few people that's proven their to be a true fighter and fought everybody and fought their heart out as much as you have H- how are you dealing with that i know you're very zen and you do a lot of yoga how are you dealing with that and how do you get past it
1: i think with that situation that people became so accustomed over the years of watching who i am and how i fight with this passion intensity and heart right that they just got a little greedy for that like they wanted to see that every time and, and what happened in my last fight was what happened in my last fight and they wanted to see me fucking show they wanted to see me take the hit to the head with a giant Get back up and be like, "What all? Let's do this, Holmes. I'm from the streets, dog. Yeah. What the fuck, you? I got, I got this cut on my head. I don't give a fuck. Let's yeah. go. Like that would have been the young warrior jiggle, you know. And as I'm transforming, you know, I, you gotta get wise. And if you know, I would have, I would have tried to finish a fight, you know, injured, blood in my eyes already dazed from the illegal shot like like it's not about heart no more it's about somebody made a mistake went out the con- the lines of, yeah. the context of the lines of which are the rules and regulations that make this thing feasible to do yeah if we didn't have rules regulations it'd just be okay getting there you kill kill monkey kill you know but so yeah no dude i i i had to be real i was real with myself in the moment when it happened i'm like if I continue, if I try to continue to fight right now, I'm not fighting in a hundred percent, man. I'm putting myself, I'm putting my future, I'm putting my health at risk.
0: Over an illegal why, move.
1: Why? Why? Why do I? You know, have I not done that already? I did that in my younger thirties. Like I took BJ Penn's hits when you know, like that was all poodle heart. I took Gilbert Melendez's best shots. You know, I I, I did that. Um, I paid my dues to that. You know, and I when when the time came, I'm like no man listen this ain't right this ain't fair like no i'm not gonna continue like that's it that's the fight like sorry fans you didn't get your 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 breathtaking moment well not every fight's gonna be that so gotta
0: if you you want that moment
1: well you gotta still continue to watch because you might get it you might not
0: yeah it's good. the fans it's like gladiator days and stuff dude like me and my friends just joke about it like you can get your eye knocked out of your head and i think the fans would still want you to continue <laughs> with your eyeball hanging from your eye and just keep swinging and fighting like it's, it's it's funny how it like yeah yeah some sometimes safety goes completely out the window to the uh for the entertainment side of things but i'm just wondering how you handle it but uh yeah no that's uh it's tough man but but You've had some crazy fights, man, and like you've proven yourself so much. You, so I wanted know, you to understand I'm, that I I'm support human, everything I'm you've done. I'm a human
1: being, Mike, and so yeah, dude, I'm a human being, and and um, it, it it There there are places in my heart that were hurt when people were attacking me after. For sure, it, yeah, but that's why I have a good brother and manager and trainer and coach yep. that you know is willing to say no. Fuck that. I'm not gonna let them fucking sacrifice you to some bullshit. I'm not gonna let them punk you like you're some bitch. Like Mike Bond, we want to interview tomorrow. We are driving to Vegas. This day after five, I got two broken ribs. We need to interview tomorrow. You're setting it up. Yeah. Or else we're we're gonna we're gonna we we're got we're to sue you then. You know we got to sue you then. Like we're gonna make this real. We're gonna bring. Oh, you want you want to put pressure on us? Okay, we'll bring the pressure back. You know, like oh yeah, because. There was things that were illegal happening. Yeah, for you know, sure. Like, the referee is not even allowed to ask a fighter a question after he's sustained an illegal blow to the head. Like, it, like the the fighter is not. You're incapable it, of it,
0: answering a question. You referee, should be incapable of answering a question. They have, yeah. Logically. They can't
1: ask you no question. That's illegal. Yeah. It's between the commission and the referees, yep. and they make that decision for you.
2: So, but real quick, yeah, come on. real real quick, Mike, you you, you said, uh, how did he handle it? And he handled it great when you figure out that most of that energy and all that stuff is bots and bullshit. And when you then can take the emotion out of it, because no real person right. would ever say any of this shit. That's the truth. Then on top yeah. of it, when we see the half a million dollar smear campaign to discredit me, decharacterize me, use anonymous articles a year later from an incident that I have the fucking video. Let's not be assholes here. That's why you're putting me out like that. But let's get some real shit straight. After you have Luke Thomas and everybody and their mom act like you guys care about Diego, and you beg and plead, and if anybody's out there, please, know that that guy's a scandalous guy and protect Diego. How come in, in New Mexico where we live in a hometown, a fight town, the town with the drama with Greg Jackson's, not one person has talked to him or I, and this is how ridiculous it really is. So this internet stuff putting out this perception You got to come see what's really going on because when we get more respect and admiration when the camera's not on, but when you put the camera on and you put the negative spin and the UFC's got the video of me with the knife in the gym, how come they didn't say nothing? How come not one UFC fighter at the PIs ever come up to me and said, oh, you're a punk. You don't know shit. Let's go. How come? Yeah. The world of tough guys, and not one person stepped to me when it really comes down to it. It's coming to me with respect. Yeah. But not one of those people will do it on camera because of the negative movement of energy that will come upon them. Right. So now that you're talking to the black sheep, why? Because <clears throat> there's a true story here. Yeah. There's the one guy that's been here long enough to actually know the shit. And finally, somebody without any head trauma in the space to see what the fuck is going on. Mm -hmm. And now that somebody's got enough awareness to teach people how to protect themselves and not be taken advantage of like a mule or a dog. Yeah, man, that gets a little scary you
0: might want to shut that little fucker up, right? Yeah, I was. want to ask you real fast on do you, a couple of quick questions, though. Do you think uh, with Conor McGregor and Khabib and stuff like that, do you think we were ahead of our time being on Tough One? Like, do you think, uh, do you think that, you know, Ultimate Fighter Season 1, all the stuff that happened, what we did, and then the sport launched, and got so big, do you feel like you were ahead of your time and, and your fights were ahead of their time?
1: Um, no, I think without us and without that time period, it wouldn't be what it is now. And so, yeah, we are the pioneers, man. We were the pioneers, man. We we, we got that, we got this party started, bro. You know, we lit the fire, man. We, we, you know, we we threw some gas on that fire, man. We threw the, the, we threw the, man, it turned into coals, bro. That fire's coals now. It's hot, man. You know, like we were, the we were the, we were the wood, and we were the we were the start of the fire. We were the spark, bro. We really, truly were the spark of UFC. Yeah.
0: think about they. That. They said it in their own like, letter. You know, with the, we know the
1: truth. You know, not one network would touch the show. You remember? Yeah, like no one would even touch it. It was you tough. Know, Frank, if it wasn't for Frank, and it wasn't if it wasn't for Frank and Lorenzo, you know, funding it themselves, it never would happen.
0: Did you think during the filming of the show that it would take off and it would be what it was? Or did you think it would get canceled because of everything that happened before? Like, where where was your mindset during the show? Oh,
1: no, dude. I, bro, I had no doubt about UFC and mixed martial arts. It just made sense to me before it made sense to anybody else. Like, I remember. I remember 19... 19- Nineteen ninety nine, two thousand. I was just graduating high school, but I already knew I already knew that UFC was gonna take off. I was like, this is this is the real. This is the real human chess match. I was like, why wouldn't it, why wouldn't that take off? Like, yeah. it, it's better than all sports. It was like I was a young kid and I was like, it's better than all sports. It's the yeah. real. Like, it's not no bullshit. Like, because I was a wrestler and I'm like, well, that's some bullshit. You got to go hold the guy down on his shoulder. Pin his shoulders down. That's how you beat a man. That's not how you beat a man. You beat a man by making him quit. Yeah. Making him not want to be in there with you no more. That's a real, true human chess match. You know, you put someone to sleep. You cut their arteries off. You knock them out. Like that's. (laughs) I was like, nah. This is gonna be the the real sport. Like I, I was like, man, they're gonna get rid of the Olympics and like ufc is gonna be the real yeah. shit and like that's what's happening
0: now I know you fought everybody and 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 from from the winning ultimate fighter season one to going on to fight all the fights you've had even before ultimate fighter and after what do you what do you consider your biggest win biggest most memorable feeling my
1: biggest most memorable feeling <laughs> for a win yeah and, man there were so many good ones but um i would have to say the one that really stands out for me is uh, Marching Held. I fought Marching Held in Mexico City, and it was eight thousand two hundred feet altitude, yep. and really bad toxic a uh, lot a lot of smog. So like it, it's hard to fight there, bro. It's so hard to fight with the smog and and the altitude. It's like a double dose of this yeah. bad air. And, uh, but the energy was there, man. And, and, um, you know, I could feel that energy of just the Azteca, man, the, yeah. the, the, the Mexican people. And just the fact that, that I had the last name Sanchez, they, they got behind me. And, and, and when I went out, like, I felt like it was like some deeper tribal shit. Like, when I was walking out to the cage, man, I felt like I was, like, representing these people. Like, I felt like these are my people, like, and, like, I put my hands out like that, and, like, I was taking in the energy, and yeah. sometimes I'm like, I don't know, man, sometimes I don't keep my energy, just yeah, let yeah. my energy be, but I was taking in their energy, I went out there, and it was a, it was a tough fight, Marching Held was a young stud, uh, man, with incredible jujitsu, and just a you know just a younger younger guy you know and cutting to fifty fives was still very hard for me man it was it, yeah. was it took a lot out of me and to do it in my in my mid thirties in Mexico City and feel that energy and, and and it wasn't till the fans were like this listen to this they're like Diego yeah, Diego it's a good Diego they're doing the Diego chant and like I'm in it man I hear I, like I'm I'm with them I'm not like. Oh, you gonna do that, Diego chant? All right, I got you. I'm pulling some some guts, some glory. Yeah. Uh, I'm pulling some crazy shit out of my out of out of my inner being. Like I'm, fuck, I'm gonna fuck this guy up. Yeah. And <laughs> and so this is going down. It's the last round. I'm I'm pounding this dude, man. I'm grounding, pounding. I'm finishing, man. I want that. Finish I want that finish, but you know the young guys he's holding on you know he's trying to trying to survive and bell rings I get up and like the whole crowd's going crazy and marching hell is laying on the ground cannot get up and I point at him like this, I point at him like this and the crowd's going crazy and I just go like this oh like that's a finish like he can't stand up right now. Like, you see me standing. There he is. Look, he's down on the ground. That's done. That's a finish. And and um, that was my, my favorite moment. And then, of course, winning the Ultimate Fighter, series, defeating yeah. Kenny F- Ken Flow. Knocking out Joe Riggs, um, yeah, we both fight him. Beating <laughs> Nick Diaz. Well, me and Nick Diaz hated each other, man. Yep. He, I'll tell you an insight on that. And then I gotta go. Nick Diaz used to send me emails, man. He, 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 he found my email. He talked to some, some, um, some one of the MMA journalists at the time. There wasn't many. gave gave him my email. And he was emailing me hate mails, you know, bad shit, man. Talking shit about my mom. Talking shit about my dad.
0: So he was taunting me like, like, over email, to get under
1: my skin with everything he had.
0: Wow. You know, like he hated
1: me. He hated the Ultimate Fighters. He was like, because yeah. we got all that attention. He was in the spotlight at that time. He hated us and he hated me. And so that one was a, that one was a good one. Many, many, many moments, man. BJ Penn, man. Yeah, that was Martin Katman. You know, like seven cuts on my face, Martin Catman. Yeah. And, and I still dug deep, man. You know, so there's been many moments, man. And, and now I get, you know, now I get four more.
0: You know, maybe, maybe we'll see. We'll see what happens. And like you said, people don't realize that, like, when we came off The Ultimate Fighter, we became, like, stars and we got, you know, in the UFC. And, and people forget the fact it was hard for us. Like, the UFC fighters in the UFC gave us no respect. Even though you had as many fights as you had for us, so many guys had so many fights. People, like you just said, they don't know or they don't remember how hard it was for us to prove ourselves in the UFC. We had to keep winning. Because we were looked upon as guys who had some yeah. kind of like easy shoe in, and like, and we were the TV guys, and we got no respect, even though we we were fighters on Ultimate Fighter season one, and we went through that whole freaking show and helped build the sport, and instead of getting respect, we actually had to like. That's why we were all had that chip on our shoulder when we got in the UFC because like, yeah, we were we were hey, the hated dude, guys of the UFC.
1: Thing, it's a good thing, man. It's a good thing that we were a legit group of guys. Yeah, no shit, right? Everybody held their own, <laughs> yeah. dude. Look. Lee been freaking knocking out Vanderlei Silva. They would have loved like, killing us, some bro. That's real shit. Like, yeah. don't deny that, dude. Forrest winning the belt. Shit. Like, yep. oh, those Ultimate Fighters, dude. They don't know what they're. They didn't. They were. They were just all a reality show. Yeah, right, bro. Look at all of our best victories, man. All of us, man. Yeah. You look at Forrest. He became world champion. Yeah, you know. Bonner, five world champions. You know what I mean? Like we were legit.
0: Bonner, ha- I just had Bonner on the yeah, podcast yeah. a few oh, podcasts ago. Yeah,
1: Bonner says hi. He said hi. You know, yeah. I kicked it with him last night. You know he's doing good. I kicked it with him and him and his son Griffin. That's
0: awesome. Yeah, and um, you know. Well, listen, man. I know you got go to go to the to the to the training center, but listen, man. I appreciate you taking time out to talk to me and being on my show. I haven't caught up with you in a long time. Uh, I'm rooting for you in your fight. Can't wait to see it. And when you come to Thailand, bro. I got you. I'm, I'm gonna coming, tell my, I'm gonna show you all the I'm cool coming, places man. in Phuket. Training my gym. Man. It's I gonna promise, be amazing. I'll
1: be there. When, 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 the, when this shit, uh, Hopefully, this shit will, will mellow out a little, and we can get out there in 2021. I'm. That would be that would be a dream come true. The two places that I never got to go was uh, Brazil and Thailand, and so. Those, well, I got you
0: in Thailand, bro. bro. Just let me know. Send me a yes. message, and, and and I'll take care of you, brother.
1: All right, my man. God bless. Stay up. And all the, to all the Thailand people out there, go check out AKA Thailand, the best gym out there. And uh, have a great time. School of Self-Awareness. Check us out. We're going we we're going live.
0: We'll all be rooting for you, brother. We'll all be rooting for it. UFC 253. So take care. Have a good training session. And thanks again for being on the show, Diego.
1: All right. Thank you. Thank you to CBD Farmhouse for creating the best CBD out there. Have a good
0: day. All right, brother. Take care. All right. There you have it. Diego Sanchez, my old housemate, my old roommate from uh, Ultimate Fighter Season 1. And, uh, man, that was good catching up, you know. Uh, classic Diego. Uh, he looks like he's ready for his fight. He looks like he's ready for anything. He, he's always been ready for anything. That's, that's, that's Diego. And uh, I think it's going to be a great fight with Jake Matthews coming up here at uh, UFC 253. Uh, at the apex I'm pretty sure I'm 90% sure it's going to be at the apex but it doesn't matter it's still going to be at the same time and on TV you can't go to it it's not a live event but uh, we wish him the best and I feel it was a great conversation to catch up with him and see what he's up to and uh, get his thoughts on Jake Matthews get his thoughts on a few other things hope you took from it hope you enjoyed it if you're watching on YouTube please leave a comment subscribe let us know what you uh, what you liked what you didn't like who you want to see on the show Uh, If you're on the audio platform, Spotify, iTunes, uh, Stitcher, um, SoundCloud, you can uh, subscribe, review there as well. Um, And I appreciate the support. Thank you so much, guys, and see you next time.